real in our hearts. He's real in our salvation that he's given us. So I desire your prayers. Just maybe a little while, maybe one of these other men might have something uh, to add or something. I want to go to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 7, or excuse me, chapter 16. 1 Samuel, chapter 16. This will be very familiar to you. Sixteenth chapter, First Samuel. We found a place. Now, let me say again. Pray for us. Listen. The Lord's will be done. I feel very unworthy to even stand before this congregation. In the first verse of chapter sixteen, it says, "And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel?" Fill thine horn with oil, and go, and I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. I think that's all we read there in the 16th chapter. And you know the story. I'm sure everybody knows. Uh, Saul didn't obey what, what the Lord told, uh, told him to do. So uh, he's tell, telling Samuel here that I've rejected him. But he said, I've provided me a king among the, the sons of Jesse. Yeah. And we know that was David. And again, you know the story. So we go to the 17th chapter. Uh, it's very lengthy, so we won't try to read uh, all of that. But, but bear with me while I read a, a good portion of it. Uh, starting in verse 4 of chapter 17. And there went out a champion of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gad whose height was six cubits in a span. Let me stop there just a minute. Uh, it's kind of commonly known or accepted that a cubic is about 18 inches. That's this distance from a man's elbow to the tip of his finger, which is about a foot and a half, 18 inches. So six cubics would be nine feet. That's a pretty big fellow, isn't, yeah, isn't it, Jake? Yeah. That's, that's pretty big, pretty tall fellow. Uh, and it said on a span, a span is the length of the hand from here to here. So so this man was over nine feet tall. Uh, just to kind of give you a, in perspective, this was a big fellow. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, let me, let me continue on. Uh, one other thought real quick there. He said there went out a champion out of the camp of the Christians. We, we talk about champions. We talk about championship. Basketball in the final four comes around. Uh, whoever wins that uh, tournament will be national champions. Super Bowl, same thing. The national champ. This guy, uh, this man was a champion to these Philistines. Now remember, this these Philistines weren't God's people. They were a, a rebellious nation. They were a carnal nation, uh, sinful in a lot of ways, always fighting against Israel. But this was their champion. This, this is what they had their hopes in, so to speak. Yeah. What about us tonight? We, uh, if we're not awful yeah. careful, we'll have our hopes in, yeah. in things of this world, yeah. things that we might be able to accomplish in a natural man. But, but that's what this man was. Uh, he, he was a big fellow, and no doubt they looked up to him. They called him their champion. But let, me, let me hurry on. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass, and he had greaves of brass upon his legs, and a target of brass between his shoulders. 
And the staff of his weaver, the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron, and one bearing a shield went before him. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are you come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine, and you the servants of Saul? Choose you a man for, for you, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if he prevail against me, but if I prevail against him and kill him, then he shall be our servants and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. And when Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were sore, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. That, that's the old natural yeah. coming into the effect. That's yeah. the natural man. And, and again, this man was, was huge. Let me, let me skip on down now. I'm going to skip down to the to verse 31. This, this is a lengthy chapter, 60-some verses. Uh, and I'm sure you all know it well and heard this many times, and this won't be anything new. Boy. But skipping down to verse number 31, and when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, in the meantime here at this part we skip, uh, it set the battle in array, and, and David's three oldest brothers had went to the battle, and, and Jesse had sent David to the battleground with provisions for him uh, to, to check on his brother, to uh, kind of in a nutshell. So here David has come on the scene. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised, uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. <coughs> seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put on a helmet of brass upon his head, and he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. And he took his staff in his hand, and he chose him five smooth stones out of the brook, and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a script. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David, and the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth, and ruddy, and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog, that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh to the fowls of the air, 
and to the beast of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day into the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slung it, and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a, with a stone, and smote the Philistine, and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine, and took his sword, and drew it out of the sheath thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. I believe that's, that's enough reading. That's a lot of reading. Oh, bless you. Here's, here's what the Lord brought to my mind when Brian asked me that, that it was maybe going to be my time to stand. That the Lord brought to my mind. Bless you. Are we facing a giant? Are, are we uh, facing a giant in this natural life? Are we facing a giant in our spiritual life? Is there a giant out there that's that's uh, that's coming after us, so to speak. That's the, this man, he said, was defying the armies of the living God. Yeah. And the armies of the living God, I declare to you tonight, will not be defied. Amen. The Lord somehow will bring a, a, a man, uh, even li like little David. He was a small, uh, he called him a ruddy man and, and of a fair countenance. He, was, he wasn't a big fellow. He wasn't nowhere near the size of this old giant. Uh, and, and looking at it naturally, we would say that would be impossible. Yeah. But let me tell you this, when the Lord is in the midst, yeah. when the Lord is moving, when the Lord comes by, when the Lord is directing the stone, if you will, brother, things can happen that can be the impossible. That what God can do to this world, if, if we'll just look unto the Lord, we'll just look unto the God, the salvation of our soul, and say, okay, Lord, I can't do it, but you can. Amen. The Lord can do that. That's right. Amen. He can provide that that's needed. Yes. He said uh, to, to David, uh, Saul tried to put his armor on him. Right. right. You remember back two chapters before this when they, when God uh, appointed Saul to be the, the, the king of Israel, they said he was a head taller yeah. than anybody else. Yeah. Well, you think about that armor didn't fit David. No. no. That armor was too big. For, it wasn't. It wasn't the right size, brother. The things that the devil will put on us, the things that the devil will try to convince us, brother, will not be the right size. It won't be the appropriate thing that we need. David no. didn't need the world. He didn't need the things of the world to fight this battle. No. He didn't need that. No. You know what? David had had some experiences, what we read down there. Yeah. He told Saul, he said, when Saul told him he wasn't able, he's a man of war and you're just a youth. 
David said there came a lion and a bear. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Had, he had to experience, it's didn't he? Experience. He had had two times at least episodes of experience that God proved to David who he was. He proved to David that uh, even a lion and a bear wasn't going to kill him. He was going to prevail over them. Brother, that's what I need in this world more of in this world more experiences. We need to get on our knees and thank God for what He's done for us. We need that experience. Young people, the times that the Lord comes by and delivers. Amen, Tom. I told a Sunday school class this morning that there's been times in my life when I had no other choice. I had no other way out but to get on my knees and pray and ask God for what the need was. That's that's experiences, brother, when God delivers. That's experience, brother, that you'll never forget. And I thank God for it. Then the Lord will come by, brother, and heal the wound. He'll heal the problem. He'll take care of the problem. Amen. Whatever it is in our life. Are you facing a giant? Can I ask all of us here together tonight? Are we facing a giant? Amen, Tony. Is there a giant out there that's that's got us spooked, so to speak? That's what the old devil tries to do, don't he? Yeah. He tries to come by. David said, I can't go with these because I've not proved them. He doesn't prove that on armor. One point in here... It kind of stuck out with me. We know that David killed Goliath, the old giant with a sling and a stone. He tells us that. Yeah. When it comes to the lion and the bear, he told Saul, he said, there came a lion and a bear and took the lamb out of the flock. He said, I delivered it out of his mouth. Yeah. Old Satan's trying to swallow us up. Yeah. He'll try his best to, to get us downhearted Disturbed, disturbed, or, or or saddened in any way he can. But David said, "I caught him by his beard and slew him." Yeah. Don't say he killed the lion and the bear with a sling and a stone. That means the Lord has many ways. That tells me that the Lord has that that in our disposal. Any way we need to get away from old Satan, get the lamb out of his mouth. Yes, sir. It's it's not always the same way. Remember. I guess it was David when they made him king. Yeah. He slew the Philistines there one day. And they rose up again. He said, Lord, shall I, shall I go up again? He said, no, wait. Go around yeah. by the mulberry trees. Yeah. When you hear the sound of the going. Yeah. The right. Lord may direct this way today. But be assured it's the Lord's direction. He may direct this way one day and another way the next day. The Lord knows. Brother, what the solution to every problem is. Yeah. Are you facing a giant? Are we facing a giant? God help you. Is there something that we really need God's help for? We, we need God's help for everything. Yes. Is there a giant in our in our in our midst that we have to worry with? Uh, if it's worth worrying about, it's worth praying about. Amen. He said, "I slew the lion and the bear." He went on over there and faced that Philistine. Can you kind of get this in your mind's eye? It said the armies of Israel was on a mountain on one side. The armies of the Philistines was on a mountain on the other side. There was a valley between them. Yeah. When David started out, uh, down wherever they met together, it was in the valley. Yeah. He come down the mountain. Yeah. He 
there, there was the battle right there. The Lord knows how to work things, don't He? Oh yeah. He knows exactly how to do, when to do, and where to do. Yeah. And that worked. Think about David facing this Goliath, this old giant. We can say lots of examples back through the Bible. Uh, Abraham, when he delivered Lot, there was five kings that he fought against and delivered Lot. Uh, Elijah on the mountain, on Mount Carmel, when, when there's 450 Baal's prophets, and one of him, that was a giant, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, but the Lord answered by fire. Amen. Gideon with 300 yeah. down to face a, a multitude of the Malachites, yeah. but God gave him the victory. Just yeah. On and on, you can may, maybe think about uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego yeah. facing the fiery furnace. What a giant that would have been. Yeah. But God brought him through that. What about Dad Daniel in the lion's den? Yeah. God brought him. That was the giant that God brought him through, brother. Whatever the thing is that's troubling us tonight, be assured it's a giant that the Lord, brother, can take his hand off of it. Amen. Amen. The Lord can do that. Yeah. The Lord will do that. Amen. He won't leave us. He won't leave us defenseless. He won't leave us there to seek or swim, so to speak. God or wrong. He told Goliath, you come with me, come with me with a shield and a sword. But I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm coming into you in the name of the Lord, of the God of of Israel, whose army thou hast defiled. He was coming uh, in the the Lord's name. What David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want him lead me by the side of still waters. Lead me in green pasture beside the still waters. He restores my soul and leads me in past brightness. For his name's sake. Yeah. For his name's sake. David yeah. said, I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. That's where he's coming from. Amen. I'm coming to you in God's name. Not, not David's name. Not David's ability. And what I believe David realized, he wasn't able. Yeah. But he was, he was depending on the Lord. Yeah. He got down there and close to that old Philistine. He slang. Let me read that to you again. Uh, <coughs> let me find my place here just real quick. In the 48th verse, and it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. He didn't back up. No. He wasn't shy about it. Didn't he was toward it. Yeah. He wasn't back, backing off no, in, in the least. David put his hand in his bag and took a fence of stone and slung it. Smoked the Philistine in his forehead, let the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smoked the Philistine and slew him. There was no sword in the hand of David. The, think about it. Told us over there in this beginning. This old Philistine, he had a helmet of brass. He had a, a, a coat of mail that was like little little pieces of chain all sewed together, so to speak. Yeah. He had on things that protected his legs. And the man, he he had a big old spear. He had another man running before him carrying his shield. Yeah. 
you know what? There was a vulnerable spot right, right there. You yeah. Know, he, he had a spot. You think about David. I don't know what a sling. I've never seen one, but I'm sure it's. I think it's two pieces of, of, of leather with a little leather pouch in the middle, and you got that stone in there, and you roll it. You get to uh, roll it around and around and turn loose on one side of it, and that stone. Think about the exact trajectory yep. that it had to be to hit that big old giant right in his forehead. It had to be precise, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and that smooth stone hit him and sunk deep. Now, listen to this. He said, and he fell, stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. David prevailed on the Philistine with a sling and a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. You know what? David cut his head off. But you know what I believe? I believe that old Philistine was dead when he hit the ground. Oh, yeah. Because it said he slew him. Yeah. Why did David go back and get his sword? He climbed up on top of him. Can you imagine this big old nine-foot giant? David, just a little fellow, climbed right up on top, top of him, took his own sword, and cut his head off. What does that mean to us? Sometimes, like I say again, I believe that old, that old giant was already dead when his face hit the ground. But, but David cut his head off anyway. Yeah. Oh, if you got an old snake you want to get rid of, what do you do? You cut his head off. Yeah. He might still wiggle around a little bit. But that'll give him for sure, and that'll 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 give you peace of mind, if you will. Like in a, yeah. you've got an old rattlesnake, Wayne knows about white rattlesnakes. If you cut his head off, you don't have to worry about him no more. Well, I, again, let me say I believe this old giant was dead when he hit the ground, but David still went and cut his head off. What does that mean to us, brother? When when things come up in our life, when we have giants that the Lord will defeat for us. We still need to just go ahead and cut his head off. Yeah. Just get yeah. that all behind us. Just you know, get it to where it'll never come and raise its old ugly head again. Right. Amen. Just get rid of it completely. That's what I see there. Yeah. So David, let me ask you again, is there a giant? Is there a giant around in our lives? Are we facing something beyond our ability? Facing something beyond our control? lots of things. Old devil, you know what? Old devil's is <coughs> old devil. I say this a lot of times. Old devil's good at his job, yeah. and, and he'll get the best of me in a heartbeat. I can't, I can't fight him. I can't, I can't win against him. He's, he's stronger than I am in this old flesh. But when, I, when the Lord comes by, when, the, when the Spirit of God is stealing, when the Spirit of God is reeling and and adding to us and taking care of us. Old devil don't find it. Don't have a chance. Yeah. Think about this old giant. He being nine feet tall. He must have thought he was the biggest and the baddest. Oh yeah. Sure he did. He he thought no man nobody could, could whoop me. So he, he's willing to walk out there and say, Send me a man to fight with me. And if I prevail and kill him then y'all will be our servants. If he kills me, then we'll be your servants. Oh, oh, big and bad uh, Goliath as he was, he thought he was the champion, didn't he? He thought he was the one. Brother, but he didn't have the Lord Jesus Christ 
He didn't have the Spirit of God leading and guiding and directing him. He didn't have that, brother, that David had. David had the Lord on his side. David was going by the will of God. David was doing that because God sent him down there. That's what God does. He'll send us and provide the means whereby we might do that that He wants to accomplish. That's what the Lord will do. Are there any giants in your life? Are there any giants in my life? There's been lots of giants. I have to confess to you down through the years. Old Satan will bring another one. David picked up five smooth stones out of the brook. I've heard it said that old, old Goliath had, had four brothers. They don't enter into this part of the scripture at this time, but David was prepared, wasn't he? Can't, can't do too much for the Lord. This was his ammunition. This is what the Lord had given him to fight with. Are there any giants in our life? Do we need do we need the Lord? Sure, we need the Lord. Will He help us? Sure, He'll help us. Will He guide us and direct us? Sure, He will. As many be the time. I don't know how to come in and go out. And David said that in one place. But the Lord knows. Amen. He knows all about us. Don't yes, sir. One of you other men. Come on.